Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Star Toilet Geek Podcast is sponsored by The Colorful Geek. If you've seen Jordan today at a convention, you've probably also seen The Colorful Geek because we love each other and sell near each other whenever we can. Uh, the Colorful Geek has all kinds of super cute, nerdy clothing and accessories that are made right here in New York. And they have a special discount for you. You can use the code SARTORIALGEEK for 20% off everything at The Colorful Geek. So go check them out and follow them at The Colorful Geek all over the internet. Hey, welcome to The Sartorial Geek Podcast. Today I'm here with other podcasters, which is very cool. I'm here with Kyle, Claire, and James from Dragons, Sexy Robots, and Adventures, right? In the yes. order? Yes. 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 Oh, I just had to say it once, now the pressure's off. <laughs> DSRA is how we will call it for the rest of the episode. Um, but I want to know, first of all, how you guys all know each other and how you started podcasting, because I didn't know that before today, and I think that's interesting. Um, well... I kind of met James in doing what I do now, my day job and his day job also, which is in audiobooks. Um, and that does naturally lead into podcasting. And I met Claire through James. James and I met in college. Oh, sweet. So they've known each other for a while. For yeah. a while now. And uh, yeah, I think we started, one of our catalysts for starting a podcast was that between all of us, we had the equipment yeah, because we all, you know, at least lightly work in audiobooks. Right. James and I work a little bit more heavily in it than Claire. But, so yeah, the equipment, the sound equipment was there and the knowledge was there. And we're like, oh, we have a microphone. We could just talk into it sometimes. See, and, the, and the conversation, <laughs> the discussion was already taking place in the other room. Right. Room. That's true. Yeah, we, yeah that's I just want to say a disclaimer. This is the fanciest uh, recording setup we've ever had. So if this is your first episode <laughs> listening, don't get excited. This is just, <laughs> I'm working with three experts right now and I'm normally working with one not expert. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. You already had the stuff. You already had to have it. Like you might as well do something else that's fun Let's with it. Do something it. creative with it. Yeah, definitely. And you're and and James is right. I feel like when whenever we would hang out, we would have the kind of in-depth discussions about really like nerdy minutia anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we should say we talk about uh, nerd culture, new nerd creations. How they were made, and then we talk about the history and the production. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll do, like, a deep dive into, you know, a certain topic. Like, the Avengers movie came out recently, so we, we talked... Uh, Claire talked a lot about the history of crossovers and how that became a thing, and I talked a lot about Kevin Feige, who is the, kind of the mastermind behind Marvel. Or our most recent episode uh, about the young adult novel Dread Nation uh, by Justina Ireland, um... Kyle was talking about the symbolism of zombies and right. what they've meant. Because um, the novel is about zo if, what if zombies rose during the Civil War. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. we talk about the history of zombies and, okay, how are they being used here? Okay, well, where do zombies come from in American pop culture? And then how have they been used over time? And in some ways, how is how she's using them a subversion yeah. right. of, of their origins? Uh, which, you know, it, it's cool when you know more. Yeah, it makes the piece it makes the piece more interesting. Yeah, um, and, and the third part of our, our uh, podcast we should mention is an opinion segment um, where yes. we talk with no about, spoilers. 
Yeah, no spoilers. Oh, that's good to know yeah. Yeah, because we, that's important. We try to be really careful about it. There's only been a few occasions where there were and we broadcast it. We let you know it'll be on the episode. Spoilers and stars. You. And I think that's only ever happened I, once. I feel like it's just courteous at this point. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. And to do it with enough time because sometimes people are like, spoiler in the next sentence. I'm like, I'm yeah. across the room and I'm washing dishes. I can't turn yeah. it off. No, it's true. So that's it's very true. good of you guys. With podcasting, we're all washing dishes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone listening to the show. <laughs> you're leaping across the kitchen with totally. soap in your hands. Like, yeah. no. Gloves on. Do I, hear? I haven't seen Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so do you guys all pick the topics together? Because Kyle and Claire, you're the host, and then James, you're the, what is your job called? I am the producer. producer. Okay. I, am the producer. I don't know what different jobs are, because we he's, only have one, one, one host, person. James hosts James, James guest hosts. He also oh, keeps us from drinking while doing the podcast, <laughs> which... Yeah. It's a bummer, but it's probably good. <laughs> if you don't like how sober this is, <laughs> yeah. it's an important job. Oh, gosh. So how do we pick the topics? Um, we have we, meetings. We have I meetings. Mean, yeah, oh, cool. we, we, yeah. we meet at least once every episode before right. we put out. And if you have topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know. Yeah. That would cool. be really exciting. Um, but we tend to, I guess, look at what's coming out. What We try and do current topics. Yeah. So what we're excited about. Um, like, I love young adult literature. It's my, I say guilty, it's not really guilty. <laughs> but it's like, it's like coming home pleasure, like eating yeah. like warm cake pleasure. Like, this is my favorite. I'm so good at eating warm cake and reading a young yeah, adult Yeah, it just makes me so happy. So I feel like, you know, I love young adult novels, so I'll always be on like, um, Pace magazines, like most anticipated young adult novels of the year. Fantasy and sci-fi. Fantasy and sci-fi, yeah. We do focus on fantasy and sci-fi. Not necessarily like young adult girl in high school. Not John Green. Right. I'm not, yeah. They're different, yeah. Yeah. And and to be uh, more specific, my like comfort food is fantasy, young adult fantasy specifically. Um, But so I'll always be like on like, you know, the internet, like what's the most anticipated young adult fantasy this year? And, you know, trying to find something that I think is really interesting that I'm excited about that maybe has some really cool topics that we can cover. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize this until we, until we started doing the show and picking topics, but I feel like I've fallen into the Kyle finds the sci-fi thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I never would have thought, like I always thought of myself as like, oh, I like fantasy and sci-fi, but and in doing the show, I realized, oh, maybe I actually like sci-fi a little more than fantasy. Oh, that works because I like fantasy a little bit more <laughs> yeah. than sci-fi. So, yeah, so okay, that's we kind a of perfect balance, balance then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and James likes everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no. It, it's it's true. I think um, if I had to pick which my favorite place to be, uh, if I'm just gonna go away to another world, I think it tends to be a fantasy world. And I think one of the biggest uh, nerd fandoms that me and Claire first connected on, and I think it's true for all three of us together is the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a core thing that, that first indicated to all of us that we had some shared interests that way. Yeah. And I was actually a fantasy book that Claire and I, we, we, you know, we, we met up to, for dinner one night and, uh, Claire was like, Kyle, I'm reading this new fantasy book. It's really good. And I was like, Oh, I'm reading a new one that I also am really into. We pull them out, and it's the same book. It was no, The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, and then perfect. I think it was, yeah, it was perfect. So it was shortly after that, I think, that we started like, talking we have, about We have something going. We have something going. <laughs> yeah, clearly could, yeah. you need to work together. <laughs> put, a mic, put a mic on this table with beer and fries. And <laughs> Take a 
away the beer and fries. Take away the beer and fries. I know that's part of the magic formula. <laughs> and it was explained to me when I, when Claire uh, offered that book to me that I had to read it or I would never see her again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, yeah. I mean, was it good? Did you like it? Oh, it, it it's fantastic. <laughs> okay, when we did good. our year in review episode, the latest book in that series, Oathbringer, was one of my favorite things that we covered on the show. Right. Because we just released the third book. For it's and for those of you who don't know, it's the Stormlight Archive series by Brandon Sanderson, and the first book is The Way of Kings, the second book is Words of Radiance, and then Oathbringer, which is the third in the series, came Come out. In November and, of last yeah, year. So, yeah. 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 If you want to deep dive into a high fantasy series. Ooh, you want to go away? <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, heard I of him so. for the first time. So one of my high school best friends moved to Seattle, and I was there for Emerald City Comic Con, so he like oh, visited cool. me. I had never been to Comic Con before, and Brandon Sanderson is at... Yeah, yeah. yeah he was there. So, like, yeah. my friend came to his first Comic Con and was like, My favorite guy is here and got to go to a panel. So, like, I made his life so much better. In that <laughs> weekend. I was like, I didn't know any of these things before, but you're welcome. <laughs> I got an email advertising uh, book con um, author signings oh. of their books. And I think you have to enter a lottery to even yeah. go and get into yeah. it. And I yeah. saw that email and I'm like, am I going to enter a lottery and then stand in line for them to sign a book? Well, let me just see. And I saw Brandon Sanderson and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to now. You shut me right up. <laughs> I'm an adult, man. I'm not entering any lottery. To... Oh, oh, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Enter a lottery for the privilege to stand in a right, line right. and you sign your name on this. Like, You've so, done so much for me, sir. Yeah. Something that I think is really cool that you guys do on your podcast is it's all types of nerdy things. So it's books and comics and movies and TV shows. So I feel like a lot of times pop culture is sort of thought of as like just the just movies and TV or like just the big comics. But I like that you weave in all different kinds of things and like gaming. Like it's all all the parts, not just. We have done a video game. We've done a few video games. Have we? Wow. Yeah, we did Final Fantasy XV. We did Overwatch. We did Civilization VI. Oh, man, we've done more video games than I realized. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, but that's cool because you don't cool. normally get that in one right. nerdy podcast. We try to cover things we love. Yeah, that's at, the idea. At the end of the day, like, oh, these are things that we're excited about. Or that are upcoming. Like, I know Red Dead Redemption is coming out later this year. Oh, yeah. uh, we, we've got to cover Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these events that we look forward in the year, and we're like, what matters the most to me and <laughs> us? And we share them with each other. Right. And, I mean, one person can't care enough about something. To push it. To, to push, push it, so it has to be I done. I love... Or I mean, I I I have a, a strong love for kind of B horror movies, especially the Evil Dead movies. Oh. So when Ash versus Evil Dead the show came out, I was like, guys, I know you don't care about these things, and you've never you don't know them, but we have to do this <laughs> it was for great. an episode. And yeah, and then you you both liked it, right? I, you shockingly, you're like, oh, this is no. I thought it was a good time. Am I gonna go back and rewatch it all? No, it's it's, it's violent. <laughs> Kyle will do it for me. But I totally understood why people love it. I I, got I had it. a great time. Yeah, I got it, which is cool because I I didn't before. I mean, I knew I knew there was something there. It wasn't that I didn't respect it, um, but it was my first time getting to enjoy that kind of like comedy right. slash horror. Yeah, 
I mean, slapstick. fun horror, yeah. yeah. On the same note, you guys would never go read YA fantasy if I wasn't pushing it on. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. do you, true. like, have to do the thing that someone suggests? Like, you guys actually do research, right? It's not like, you know this, so just lead the podcast. You all, we all sort yeah. of know. It's some, it depends on how big an ask it is, too. Oh, yeah, because okay. I, and I'm really grateful for it, but um, it was a big ask. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the Dragonbone Chair. Yes, the Dragonbone Chair. The the book series <laughs> Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn, um, by uh, Tad, Tad Williams. Williams. Tad Williams. So Tad Williams had a new book coming out that was a continuation of this series that he had done in the late '80s to early '90s. Yes, right? right. And so it was like a year or so ago. Uh, what was it called? The Witchwood Crown. The Witchwood Crown came out, so we're like, okay, let's cover the Witchwood Crown. It's one of Kyle's favorite childhood authors that he read in one of his first big fantasy books he was into. We're just gonna have to read five books. <laughs> yeah, to be five able to is a pretty big four hundred page. Yeah, book. five. Well, the last book in the series, I think, is still the longest book ever published or ever ever um, published in what. Bible. Whoa, you guys are good friends. I know. But, but the thing is, it was great. I guess that makes it better. You trust yeah. each other at this point. Yeah. When somebody, but but there is that thing we have to debate. Okay, well, if we're doing that, we can't do another book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take a break from reading yeah. everything yeah. for a while. Can't do four of those in a row. <laughs> right. This is too much. But it was worth it. It was worth it. That's my favorite. One of my favorite things about fantasy is finding a world that is big enough to really go away to, to really escape yeah. to. And for a little while, it's like I just lived in Austin Ard. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, we all did. That's hard too though because a lot of the fantasy, like I mean, like you were saying, the big ones, they come with a lot of pages. Like to build out a world like that. Yeah. I mean, are there even really short fantasy books? I, I mean, The Hobbit. Okay, that's short true. One. And so, you know, some of the YA fantasy stuff, It's it, it, maybe yeah. it's 400 pages, but it's a pretty quick 400 right. pages. Neil so. Gaiman does some beautiful Oh, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. so right. Ocean yeah. at the End of the Lane is like Ocean 150 the the pages lane. long. Stardust. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Stardust, yeah. 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 I mean, Stardust, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, okay. this is my so favorite. yes, <laughs> yes, it does happen. <laughs> it does, I, I think you're right, though. But it I, takes it. You got to be real good right. to make a story and a world yeah. that are believable in a hundred. Also, pages. it depends on the genre. Like genre. Like I it's think true. high fantasy in particular. Like that's what you're in for. Like you're yeah. entering this world, entering this book, knowing that it's going to be really long and there's going to be a lot of description, a lot of detail. There's a map. Right. Right. Which that's when I give up a lot of times when there's a family tree and a map. I'm like, well, Whoa. I don't know. Oh, right. that's when I'm, like, I'm the worst reader I'm in the world. That's when we start to be like, oh, yeah. oh, no. So you guys all want to talk to my co-editor, Liz, who is the fantasy reader who handles all... I watch all the TV shows and she reads all the books. That's how it goes. <laughs> no, it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, totally. It's a huge commitment. And the thing is, with fantasy, and I completely understand, you're probably not going to be into it right away. Like, you're going to have to commit to a good 100 to 200 pages. And it's small print. Yep. You know, and I completely understand that, you know, it's hard to find time to read. Do I want to, is the payoff worth this first 200 pages? My trick is that I watch the the film version. So like I watch Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones so I can get the people. And then when I read it, I'm like, oh, I already, I can mm-hmm. picture them yeah. now. That's the only trick. I cannot keep. Because then when you look at that family tree, you're not intimidated. Yeah, yeah. I get it already. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, miss some spoilers that way. But that's how I, <laughs> that's awesome. my trick to reading fantasy. I, for better or for worse, sometimes when I start a fantasy book, 
book, I accept that I'm not going to understand everything and that I'm not yeah. going to connect everything. I'm, we're reading Hyperion, which is a sci-fi book, but it's like a very huge world sci-fi for the podcast. And I, in the beginning, just had to accept that I'm not going to remember every character. I might have to go back and I don't know yeah. everything that's going on. I, st- I mean, I'm 300 pages in loving it, but still don't know everything Who's that's going ta- on. <laughs> Whose tale are you on? What? Whose tale is it? Oh, I just finished, um, what's his name? The soldier's tale? No, uh, the, the guy with the, the daughter. The poet's tale? Set up the oh, book Saul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Explain, explain also to me, because I don't know what so, <laughs> so Hyperion is a, is a sci-fi book by Dan Simmons. Okay. Um, and Dan Simmons does a lot of uh, sci-fi kind of based on older things. Like, he did a book called Ilium, which was a sci-fi version of the Iliad. Okay, I've heard um, of all these titles, which makes me feel better, but I haven't so, read any so of them. So the, the Iliad, you know, like either. the fall of Troy and and Ajax and Odysseus and Homer's. Achilles. Homer's yeah, Iliad, yeah. Okay. So Hyperion is kind of a riff on the Canterbury Tales by oh, Chaucer. Oh, what? That's cool. Where, where a bunch of people are on a pilgrimage to Canterbury in the Canterbury Tales, and each night they sit around a fire and one tells a story. There's like, you know, the... The, who are the characters in the can? There's a priest's tale, and then there's a... Who's the, who's the woman? I would not be able to tell the, you. Like, the Lady of Bath or something. She has, like, a kind of saucy tale. <laughs> um, so, in, in Dan Simmons' Hyperion, it's a sci-fi world, and there's six characters on a very dark, disturbing pilgrimage, and they're all talking, telling the story of why they have to be on this pilgrimage. But they're on a spaceship. They're on a spaceship going Whoa. to a planet... Uh, called Hyperion, which is named after the Keat, John Keats poem of the same name, Hyperion, to see this this mythical creature called the Shrike that m- most people who've interacted with, he impales and kills. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, but they have to be on this pilgrimage. Right, right. Yeah. And they're telling why, like what it is that brought them to be on this pilgrimage. So it's yeah. a series of... of short-ish stories that form a whole That form a whole story and and the and this the kind of each each character has their own story and they sort of tie in together and they help fill out the world um but also as the ship is moving towards the destination of the pilgrimage that's also a story yeah so it's it's i love it we want to take a quick break from the episode to thank our sponsor jordan denae Jordan Denae is a geek chic home goods and apparel brand that is based in Brooklyn. All of our designs are hand lettered and we use quotes that are inspired by our favorite characters and stories in pop culture. We have super, super soft shirts, t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, and all kinds of home goods and accessories if you want to be subtly nerdy in your everyday life. You can check us out at jordandenae.com and at NYC all over the internet. And the reason the reason we're doing it, and this is not a new work, but Claire and I both have birthdays in June, so every t- every time in June we like you know we'll pick something that we want to do, um, and and this year we decided we'll pick something from the year we were born that was made in the year we were born, and luckily That's for me, such a good idea. Hyperion was was the year they're I was doing, born. They're doing that together. My birthday was in January, and I'm saving my birthday episode for the end of the year when Dragon Ball Super gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not related to years. Besides Dragon Ball Super being awesome. <laughs> and getting to talk about it on my birthday. <laughs> or my birthday. Great. Yeah. I love that. 
Claire, what's yours? Oh, I'm doing um, The Dark Knight Rises. That's Frank Miller. See, Frank Returns. Miller. Returns. Returns. That's what Frank it is. Miller, I always confuse Dark it with the, no the Nolan movies. Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Um, the year I was born had a lot of cool stuff coming up comic-wise. Like, the Mouse came oh, out. Oh, Watchmen Crazy. came out. Um, wow, that's a ton of it, great things. It's the year that changed comics in my birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I... Um, Anyway, I sifted through all of it and kind of decided we could talk about Batman. Yes. Yeah, good. That was one of the, like, so if anyone listened to the episode with my husband is the hugest Batman nerd ever, that was one of the ones that was like, you have to read these. Right. So I did. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. It's, it's really great. And then you understand DC's plan, current movie plan now after you read it for better or for worse. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. I love that you guys do a birthday show. That's really cool. And it's nice because there are three of you. Like, you know, you don't always get to talk about just your selfish favorite thing because you have to exactly. work with your with your partners. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Yeah. And it does expand the, the range of things that we're able to enjoy, yeah. which is cool. So you guys all definitely like fantasy. Do you each have a separate, like, most number one favorite thing? In fantasy or? No, in anything. Like, just, like, your top fandom or book or like if there's like if there is one super top favorite my favorite my single favorite uh experience that i have that's nerdy is to go into a top shelf fantasy book high fantasy so like reading oathbringer by brandon sanderson like that's about as good as it gets for me but when I go to consume uh, nerd content online and I listen to other podcasts and, and like what I spend my time doing, it's video games. Oh, like, cool. That's the thing I don't get tired of reading about. I want to hear about the latest video game news. I want to watch people on Twitch play video games that I don't always have time to play myself. You know, so I, I know that like for how I spend my time, video games is my number one by a lot. I also read for a living, so yeah. <laughs> right. getting more books can be difficult unless it's something really great, you know, like that. But my favorite thing, top thing that I ever do is read a, a high fantasy novel. That's a good way to describe it because, like, you you can't, like, that's exactly it. The thing you spend the most time nerding out on isn't necessarily, like, your treasured favorite thing. But yeah, that's I, great. I think if I was to pick one fandom, I think it'd be the same as Claire's. It's probably Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I spend a I lot mean, of time thinking good. about Lord of the Rings and the Silmarillion. You spend a lot of time getting into arguments about, about Lord of the Rings. Arguments of who remembers things correctly or arguments no, of like how no. things It's like go. who would win in a fight? This character, <laughs> okay. this okay, character. Oh, oh, can we just say art? <laughs> okay, okay. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. listeners so that they can know. If it were Gondor versus Rohan. Oh, wow. In a, in a war. In a war, who would win? What's, what size are you guys on? Gondor. <laughs> Rohan, <laughs> Rohan would. All right, Claire, tiebreaker, where are you? <laughs> oh, I refuse to get. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's right. That's the best that. answer you could possibly give. <laughs> no. I've decided that it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're yeah. also not wrong about that, but... It doesn't, it doesn't. But, like, with but Lord of the... you're not ganging yeah. up on each other. That's no, nice. That's I like true. that. Yeah. But with Lord of the, the kind Rings. of thing that makes us think, oh, maybe we should have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we could make there be a reason for having right. this conversation. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I will drift off in my mind and think about like Fingolfin, a character from the Silmarillion <laughs> facing down Morgoth, like <laughs> outside of Ang Band. <laughs> and like, so when you say video games occupies most of your time, like what, I'll drift off on the, on the train and think about like, wasn't it cool when Huron killed Glauron? Oh my it's, god, I love that so much. <laughs> you're separate your favorite, like, fandom. Because then I think Star Wars is actually my favorite single fandom. Because I spent more time fantasizing about being a Jedi Knight as a kid than I fantasized about anything else. Yeah. You know? So it's, and, and I still the thing if you, you know, you let me be whatever I wanted to be. You know? <laughs> I would be a Jedi Knight? Yes. If that was That's like, a great answer. If it was on the table. Right. Right? About, like, you know, that Except you'd be a Sith. No, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd be the guy that was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interesting and complicated. Would you be I'd Anakin? Be Is that what he's saying? He would be, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My acting would get better as I got older. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Claire, what about you? What's your favorite fandom? Oh, gosh. Um... I, it's the same, like, I love high fantasy, I love Lord of the Rings. Like, fandom-wise, probably Lord of the Rings, though I think my first love was Star Wars. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's also way more accessible at a young age yeah, than Lord of the than Rings. Than Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, in the same way James says, like, my f- absolute favorite thing to do is read high fantasy, or fantasy books in general, YA fantasy. I've never gotten into urban fantasy. But I love that, so like... So Neil Gaiman writes it. Yes. Um, I love that being on like the subway or you're on your house and you just like can't put the book down. Like yeah. I just, I love that. And you're dreading it being over cause then it's over. But like, it's just this wonderful moment that you can't stop. Yeah. That's, oh, that's my favorite thing. You guys are really making me want to read more books, which I should do anyway. I'm so motivated right now. I'm going to like go through your podcast and take all the books, like write down a list of all the book uh, recommendations. We can, oh, you can always, do it, Jordan. I know. I need to. I do so much. Like I take photos of books and I buy books and then I want to read them so badly. How There's always some audio books too, Jordan. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. And how much subway time do you have? See, here's the problem. Now none because I work and live in the same place. So I used to do the you know the reading commuting thing, which was great. Um, but audiobooks is great. I do podcasting, yeah. so also, audiobooks is you can smart. get lost in comic books as well. Comic mm-hmm. books have been my new savior because you can read like a graphic novel in a couple hours instead of like in six hundred pages. Right. So that's definitely been my cheat to, to like <laughs> still feel like I'm reading things, but <laughs> not going crazy. Right. No, because I some of my favorite books are graphic novels and comic books. For sure. And they're, I mean, I don't want to say they're getting better because they've always been good, but there is a huge range <laughs> the of year things. I was born yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was like, that was, there have been really good, was I should not killing? say that. There have been really good comics for a long time. Was The Killing Joke that year too? It was in the 80s. I don't think it was that year. I don't think it was it that year. Have been that, yeah, that would have been a lot. Yeah. Oh man, that one's so good. That was, I think that's the only comic I've ever read where I was like, as panicked as I am watching like an intense movie, reading like I was like, I don't want to turn the page. I don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. This is insane. Like on the edge of my seat, biting my nails. That's the uh, Batman comic by Alan Moore. Yes. Yes. It's so intense, you guys. Everyone it, should read it. It it's features incredible. the Joker. You get a bit of his backstory, and he does the worst, maybe the worst thing he's ever done. 
Which is saying a lot because the Joker is terrible all the time. Yeah. So like, try to picture what's worse <laughs> than everything else you know about the Joker. And it's right. It's terrible. Um, where, other than your podcast, is that like the main place for people to find you? Or do you guys like hang out online too? Or is it... Not as much as we want to. Yeah, you know, we have Twitter and Facebook. And then we all have, for the podcast, and we all have our personal um, Twitters. Kyle, I'm at, I was about to say yours. You can say yours. <laughs> I mean, you can say each other's. That's fine, too. C-L-A-I-R-E. James is at James Foey Jr. That's James Foey. This is all in our, our yeah. credits. F-O-U-H-E-Y-J-R. Um, and I'm at Klex303. It's K-L-E-X-303 on Twitter. And the podcast is uh, dsrapodcast.com. And that's where we tend to kind of... Oh, .com. That's our dot com. That's our website. <laughs> as well. but it's also our Twitter handle. Yeah, it's DSRE Podcast. And also, can I see my Instagram? Can I just put it out there? Because I have. I love your oh, Instagram. James it's, has a very, very good Instagram. It's very specific. So, most of you listening, you're not going to want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of new, right? Because I think the first time I tried to tag you in a photo, there was no way oh, to yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, I think I got it. So, uh, one of my other day jobs besides narrating audiobooks is I'm in a show called Puffs. Or, uh, Which seven is how we met, actually. That is how we met. Seven increasingly eventful years at a certain school of magic and magic, uh, playing at New World Stages in an open Everyone home. should go. Seriously, seriously, <laughs> seriously. It's so good. How many things can we promote? Uh, <laughs> promote them all. Puffs is the best. Go see it. If you find if you find me on Instagram, which I, I feel like because of Puffs is, is more of a thing for me just because I get tagged in things for the show. But my personal Instagram is just me eating good food. Sometimes playing Dungeons and Dragons while doing it. Yeah. So it's very, it's never glamorous. I promise you that. Yeah. It's mostly action shots and action fighting yeah. into Glamorous the Instagram was so 2017. It's also so shocking because, like, when I'm scrolling my feed, it's normally, you know, businesses or, like, the typical glamour Instagram. And I'm like, what is this picture of James just, like, eating? What is happening? Like, deep throwing a hot dog in there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to be better about being more active on it too. So that's why I'm trying to bring it up before force myself to. You know. I think you have a backlog, backlog of photos too. I do. I yeah. do. Do you make other like? How do you get the pictures of you eating? Are you like, hi, please just take handouts of me? Yes, I'm about okay, to good. bite into this. Could you please take a picture. I'm going to make eye contact with you while I do it. Please don't be alarmed. That makes me like that even more. That's yeah. so awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for chatting. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Everyone go listen to their podcast. It is great. And it'll give you recommendations of things I won't recommend because I don't <laughs> read them. So but also if you like books and games and things I don't really know about. Yeah, but I think, I mean, your blog is awesome. Not blog. It's an online magazine. Well, it's also a blog. It's and <laughs> we have uh, guest writers, which is how we have actual things that I don't know about, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's a lot of crossover interest there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Jordan. Thank you guys all for listening so much. If you like the podcast, you can leave us a review, or you can subscribe, or you can check out our Patreon. Um, And have a great week. Stay nerdy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.